0: Disability Talks with Shane, talking all things disability. Welcome again to another very special episode of Shane's Disability Talk podcast. This is uh, another jam-packed episode. Recap number two, looking back at some of the wonderful chats Shane has had with some terrific guests through season one. I uh, really enjoyed doing it last week, Shane. So did I. We've got a lot to get through today as well.
1: We definitely have. we Oof.
2: got...
0: Uh, I- Nine to get through. Nine to get through. So we've got a very busy episode. So let's start it off. We go all the way back to episode 16 and a chat you had with Carl Webb. Now, how did all that come about?
1: NNA Direct Support Services got me in contact with Carl Webb to be part of my podcast. He's got MND and also the Carl
0: Webb Foundation. So the Carl Webb Foundation is heavily supported by NNA Direct uh, so Shane asked Carl whether he's had much support from his old clubs.
3: In the NOL. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Like the Cowboys, um, we linked up with, uh, with Chris Walker and, and fund my challenge uh, in, in Townsville where we had a, a sportsman's lunch up there, which was wonderful. Obviously, I spent a lot of time up in Townsville with the Cowboys and uh, still had quite a few friends and, and some family up there as well again that was a, a really successful day and, and it was a good opportunity to catch up with Chris uh, along his walk when he walked from Cairns to, to the Gold Coast um, and 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 sort of raise money for uh, some organizations that, that, that from my challenge team was supporting and uh, and yeah just on that particular weekend um, the, uh, the cowboys were playing up there uh, against the Broncos so it was a local derby and and obviously, um, I played for the Broncos, who again have been wonderful in in support um, with anything. Uh, and like you know, Kevy, I, I played footy with Kevy, and uh, he was one of the first uh, one of the first mates to call up and 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 you know in support as well. So uh, Kevy's been wonderful, and all the Broncos team, the Broncos old boys, uh, yeah, mate, I couldn't ask for a, a better support system.
1: That was Carl Webb. The next chat I've got is from episode 10, Paul Barter from Access Your Ways.
0: Now, what's your connection with Paul Barter, Shane?
1: I use him as my activities to go out and about, go places and stuff like that. And he also lets us plan our own trips away with friends and what we want to do.
0: So Shane asked him very much about that. Uh, Who gets involved with the planning for holidays? This is what happened.
4: Yep, yeah, we, we, we do that. We've had um, somebody planned a week-long trip to the Sunshine Coast, and they picked the people that they wanted to have their holiday with. Um, and so we worked closely with that group of people to actually come up with the ideas of looking up accommodation, looking at flights, understanding, being budget conscious, and not necessarily the cheapest isn't always the best. So you might get a cheap flight, but then pay a lot of money for baggage and things like that. So we work closely with people to actually plan their holiday from the start to the finish Um, and then just give them whatever support they need. Um, Of course, we'll come up with ideas as well from experiences that we've had, and we encourage our, our, our guys to, if they're going somewhere where they haven't been before, Speak to, to you guys. I know you guys have got a um, a messenger group that you use to discuss things with. Um, and so get in there and ask each other, hey, have you ever been to say, Queensland? What's good to do? What what do you think I would enjoy? That sort of stuff. So it gets that communication up with everyone. Yes, sir. and I think that, that that setting up that that you guys setting up that group chat has been absolutely amazing. Just to see you all. Interact and communicate with each other. It's been really, really good.
1: The next that was Paul Barter from Access Your Way. Next one, I've got Harry Slig, a good old good friend of mine.
0: Very good mate. Very of yours, good isn't mate he? of mine
1: from Swan Hill.
0: Now this was episode three, I, and I, it's the funny one. It's a very funny one. Now, do you want to put a little bit of a background behind this story? Because he he brought a young man called Shane Marks into the conversation. Uh, why don't we let our listeners hear what the story is about first and then uh, we'll come back and have a chat about it.
1: Yes, we can.
0: I got
5: introduced to using a, a transmitter that I would have on me with microphone, and the student had a receiver which then um, he carried around and it plugged into his earphone, into his hearing aid, sorry. And um I say yes, I have got that man they, they'll tell me, man, make sure when you finish it you turn it off then, you know? So, yes, that was fine. So gone through the lesson and you know, used used the transmitter and the student had the receiver and um recess or playtime came along and Yep, I dismissed them all and out they went to have the play lunch and, and play and whatever and out, I wandered from the uh, classroom, and uh, of course, being in the classroom for a couple of hours in the morning, like most of us, it's the first thing we do, we go down to the toilet. So here I am, rushing down to the toilet, and um, did what I had to, and then went to the staff room, and everything. then at the end of recess, I've come back to the classroom, and i um, a little fellow who came up to me and said, Um, Mr you had yours on the whole time and I heard what you were doing in the toilet. <laughs> and I wonder if you know who that person was, Shane. Not me. Oh not you. Oh no, of course not. <laughs> so yes, it's um I have lots of pleasant
0: memories. Wow, what a very interesting story that was. Uh, a little embarrassing maybe, so tell me a little bit more. How did it all come about? What What were your feelings when you actually uh, told Harry about the toilet incident? Nervous. <laughs> were you? What did you actually hear? Did you hear like everything that was going I on there? I heard everything. <laughs> him
1: talking to the teachers, <laughs> him doing his business in the toilet. Was he
0: singing along while he was doing his biz? Yes. Was he? No, oh, that's one that will always remember. And I thought it was wonderful that you've got this beautiful connection with Harry and uh, maybe some stage down the track I'll w- chat to Harry again.
1: And I heard stuff that we weren't meant to hear him talking to teachers about.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, well, you've got that one over him now. If there's anything you're going to get him on at some stage, you've got him well and truly covered. Uh, back in episode 17, you chatted to Grace and Douglas from Raya Healthcare. Now, that was a really interesting chat, wasn't it? They they bounced well off one another. Raya Healthcare are doing some wonderful things at the moment, so a really enjoyable chat. It was a very good chat. One of the things that uh, Douglas chatted about was psychosocial recovery coaching And uh, we wanted to know a little bit more about that. This is how Shane asked.
6: So psychosocial recovery coaching is a little bit like support coordination in that uh, the the recovery coach is an NDIS expert. They know how to uh, uh, find support to use your NDIS plan. Uh, They're able to navigate the NDIS system. But they really, I guess the difference between the two is that psychosocial recovery coaches' uh, psychosocial recovery coaches, rather, uh, they focus more on individual participants at a much more intensive rate. So rather than, you know, a support coordinator meeting with a client once every month or once every six weeks, a recovery coach meets with the client for three to four hours every fortnight. So it's a a lot more appointments and a lot more hard work.
1: That's good. That's good to know about that.
7: Yeah.
6: It's it's a a new, it's a very new program that's come out from the NDIS as of uh, last year. So not many people are aware it exists uh, and people are still trying to, I guess, figure out how to do it the right way. So it's, it's a very exciting space to be working in.
1: The next, that chat was Vaya Healthcare. The next chat we've got is NNA Direct Support Services with
0: Joe. Hey, Joe was lovely. That was episode 15. One of the interesting things with NNA Direct, who we mentioned earlier about she works, uh, they work very closely with Webb, the Webb Foundation. Um, you wanted to know a little bit more about their services.
1: They've got their services is, are they tailored or individual s- support services? <coughs> our supports
7: are 100% tailored. So we, I think, one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is
4: every single
7: um, interaction, the the participant um, chooses their staff from the beginning. So we don't send, we've never sent a worker that the person doesn't know or hasn't chosen. So um, they always meet their staff beforehand. They always have a choice and we do a trial period so you know at any time if someone says look it's not working for me the relationship isn't working we we change it so definitely all of the supports are tailored to exactly what the participant has asked for
0: podcasting is a great way to share your thoughts with the world the radio voice podcasting program has been designed specifically for the disability sector coaching confidence and communication skills you'll learn how to create an idea Produce that creation and then upload it via podcasting platforms. Spots are filling fast for the next program commencing January. Contact radiovoice.com.au today to secure your place because you have something to say. Let's hear it. This is recap number two of season one Disability Talk with Shane and we're just looking back at some of the wonderful chats through the very first season. Uh, I found a chat that you had in episode fourteen with Susan uh, Rauchfus from uh, Latrobe Community Health. Community Health. Thank you, Shane. Uh, very interesting. Now you've known Susan for quite a while. Yes, I have.
1: She's been my LIC for all of my time in the NDIS se- sector.
0: Now the LAC is a local, local area. area coordinator. Okay, so she's a v- she's been in the industry for quite a while, and it's sort of explained about what her role is. Uh, And you wanted to know how long that Susan has been involved in the NDIS. Yes, I have.
7: Um, I've been involved with the NDIS now for three and a half years. Um, I never had a disability background. I'm a hairdresser by trade, actually. Um, But over the course of, you know, most of my um, life with my kids from the time my kids were born, um, a group of our friends, which we're still friends with 35 years later, all had um, there was a couple of them that had children with disabilities, so we sort of grew up seeing the struggle, seeing you know what happens what what they have to do and how they have to go about different things all the way through to we're still very good friends now, so I've been watching you know what's happened since our kids were little, so I've sort of had um, a connection through that. Um, and it gives you a instead of being someone who's just trained in the the industry, it gives you an
1: insight into actually what struggles people have, which is is for me is a very good thing. I had my last chat was Susan and route shoot, which is my local area coordinator at Latrobe Community Health. The next chat we actually took it on the road to a make and bake and chat it with Ian and Scarlett.
0: It was a great chat. It was episode 19, and the uh, first time you've actually taken the podcast on the road, which was great. And now they were in a factory in Dandenong, which was really kind of cool to be to be part of that and see what they do in the factory. It was good. How did you find setting up in the factory, and rather than doing, doing our podcast in this in the beautiful Radio Voice studios where we sit right now, how did you find it actually sitting on location in a factory?
1: That was good, different, and it was a little bit nervous doing it in front of an audience, yeah, there how, was did you, <laughs> how did you cope doing in front of the audience watching I'm, us?
0: I'm uh, I'm always nice, cool and calm and collected because you've got to do all the hard work asking all the questions. I thought you did wonderfully well and our guests, Ian and Scarlett, were terrific. Uh, we had a lot of people coming down to watch because it was spoken about by like a, by, to a lot of people about the fact that we were coming down to do the podcast.
1: And the best one about that is Scarlett, she will... Um, tell everybody.
0: She will, she's uh, very passionate about her time at Make and Bake so Shane chatted to Scarlett and said what did she love about working there?
2: So at Make and Bake we um, make um, different types of various cookies like shortbread, yo-yo, smitey cookie, chocolate chip um, butterfly cookie and we also do logos for famous companies like for example Radio Voice Australia we do um, logos and that customer will then come pick it up and then we'll label everything we use by dates and best before dates.
1: What do you enjoy most about working here?
2: Um, so I enjoy learning a lot from the support like the staff members at making Back, especially Ian, Saldoy and Anthony they teach you so many skills which you can definitely use in a future career and they show you how a uh, Business could work, for example. Say if you don't know how you could run a business, um, Ian will teach you, for example.
1: Yeah. What, with your stuff here, would you like to do it after you finish or keep going or what?
2: I would never like to leave Mac and Bake because Ian makes it so much fun and you learn. It's too much fun to leave. It
1: also with that one, I hate the... Principal uh, Marnabag there watching us, that was kind of cool.
0: He was very impressed with the work that you had done, wasn't he? Yes, he was. I think there's an opportunity to have a chat to those guys maybe at some stage in season two.
1: Yes, there is.
0: I think it would be really good because I think you're doing wonderful things with your podcast, Shane, and uh, people are starting to take a lot of notice of the sort of good work that you're doing. They are. Someone that we really enjoyed chatting to back in episode six was Sarah Bruce. Now, she's from Drive Skills for Life. What was all that about? What, what does she do? What's her business?
1: Uh, Sarah Bruce, Drive Skills for Life, is more taking people to drive who've had a disability or afraid to get behind the wheel or haven't been behind the wheel for a while.
0: Yeah, now, she's got some connections with people with anxiety. So you wanted to know, uh, why did she start the business in the first place?
7: I have been supporting people with intellectual disabilities such as autism and mental health conditions like anxiety for about three or four years because a family member of mine has been diagnosed with these conditions. And I found being able to support them is a lovely way of helping them overcome their fear of driving and helping them show the world they can have the independence and do what they want to do with their lives rather than rely on family and public transport but earlier this year, I took it up another notch and became a registered NDIS provider. So now I can help even
1: more people. How has that okay. gone for you, registering with the NDIS? It was a lengthy process, but it's been definitely worthwhile. I've
7: been helping clients with this, these disabilities for about three years, but I thought being registered just makes it a little bit more, I'd be able to help more people.
1: That was Sarah Bruce from Drive Skills for Life. Next I've got Libby White, episode one. Back way back at my first episode <laughs> when I started many, many months ago.
0: Way, way, way back. Now, when you listen back to the chat that you had with Libby and you listen to sort of some of the chat you're doing now, do you, do you notice a difference? You,
1: yes, I do, a real difference.
0: What about you? I think uh, your confidence level has gone miles ahead from where you were. But, you know, we all start from somewhere. We all start. Everybody that does a podcast has episode one at some particular point in time. You'll listen back to your chat with Libby, who is wonderful, and you've known Libby for a long time yes, as I well. Have. What's your relationship with Libby?
1: My old employment coach.
0: Okay. So how's Libby helped you in the past?
1: She helped me with work and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. She's done a wonderful job. We love Libby. Libby, uh, I think, would admit that you are very much a success story with Radio Voice. Yes, I, would, I am. I would say that as well. But do you, you, did you want to know uh, with Libby whether she had a particular success story yes, she sir. wanted to yes. share? This is what happened. So
7: I've got a really good success story for you. I supported a young lady who was looking for a job and uh, we found a location that was not far from her home. We pounded the pavement and handed her resume into a number of shops and cafes. One of, the, one, sorry, one of the pharmacies that we went to, one of the pharmacists was happy to speak to my client and wanted to know her a little bit better, so asked her some questions. Uh, a couple of days later, this fellow gave her a call or gave us a call and offered her some work so that was I know right that was about two years ago and I spoke to this young lady just last week and I asked her if she's still at the pharmacy and she said yes and it's going well
1: well done, good job I know, so happy for her that was Libby White that's the end of season one and
0: where did that go?
1: Where did that go? That was a long year.
0: So you had a, a heap of wonderful chats. So I'll tell you what I'm really excited about, Shane. Go on. I'm excited about where you're going to take this for season two. We've already got some big names lined up, some exciting things to come.
1: We have. If, and if people would like to be on my podcast next year, can you please email
0: you, um, disability
1: yeah. talk at.
0: Is <laughs> it at, at gmail.com Yep. And you can send a message to Radio Voice as well, and we'll pass the message on to Shane. Because if you do want to be involved, we'd love to chat to you. Everybody's got a wonderful story to share, haven't they?
1: Yes, they have.
0: Uh, talking about sharing, we've got some thoughts about uh, the end of a really challenging year. So the thing is that I loved about your podcast, Shane, is that you were able to launch a podcast through COVID. So oh, that would,
1: that would have been harder for some people. Would
0: have been very, very difficult. Would have been impossible for a lot of people. But you were able to roll the sleeves up and start something way outside your comfort zone, and start your very own podcast through a year that we'll never forget. Uh, we so well forget. done to you, mate. Well done. I've really enjoyed being part of your team through uh, 2021, through season one, and there's going to be a whole lot more great seasons to come.
1: So should I tell them when I'm going to come back next year?
0: You can if you like, mate. It's your microphone. I don't know when you're coming back. You tell me when you're coming back. It's in awesome. January. In <laughs>
1: January sometime.
0: Coming back in January for season two with a whole lot of great guests. Now, we'd like to wish everybody a very happy new year.
1: I like to wish all a happy new year, everyone. Yeah. Be safe on the road.
0: There you go. What a great message. We'll be back for season two with uh, Disability Talk with Shane. Do your sign off, mate.
1: This is Disability Talk with
0: Shane. Ciao for now. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us alike on socials.